Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Dana. Hi. We're doing a show. Uh, Dickheads? Yeah. On iHeartRadio? Uh-huh. Right now? Notoriously very poorly reviewed. All right. So this is season two, episode eight. Um, <laughs> guess what, guys? We're getting ready for a new charter. Yeah. Everyone's hanging around, prepping, joking with Captain Lee, getting their new charter ideas in. Uh, yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I was looking at my notes. They're copious. This one's uh, going to be a good one. No, there's nothing on there. I know, this because is a 30 minute you, episode. you were busy. It wasn't a 30-minute episode. No, this episode oh. of Deckheads is a 30-minute oh, episode. Oh, no, no, it, it'll be longer than that. No, I have a dinner reservation. I don't care. So um, Amy wants to talk to Kat, because I don't know if you remember in the last episode, there was a rumor going we're around. We're just getting into it. No banter. Yeah, you said you have a dinner reservation. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 
Okay. So Amy wants to talk to Kat about the rumor that Amy has apparently spread. Well, I took the headphones off, huh? It's hot. Yeah. Uh, that Amy apparently spread about Kat blowing a guy she likes, and that's the reason that their friendship deteriorated. But uh, Kat's not interested, and she's being difficult, and she doesn't care about Amy's feelings. And that really sets the tone for the episode. Jen Ice talks to Kate about her boyfriend, uh, saying that he's distant. And then Kate's like, you know what? Yachting breaks up everybody. Like, you don't want to be with him. You should be single. And then she tells her to pay attention to the person being nice to her here. She's mm-hmm. basically like, go fuck Kelly and get over your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Well, she should fuck Kelly. You know why? Because if this were the Marines, they'd be fucking. How do you know? I don't know. I what just... do you know about the Marines? Nothing. He just says the Marines a lot. He does. He fucking does. Well, guess what time it is? A new deckhand gets washed ashore right in time. What time was it? Oh, I don't have my headphones on. (laughs) Oh, you didn't hear that? Okay, well. I am feeling, I gotta put my headphones on. I don't know what's going on. It was a wave washing the new deckhand ashore. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, He rides a wave mm -hmm. to his death. (laughs) Entering the below deck world, everyone who gets cast on this show probably is so excited. Like they call their mom. They're like, I got cast on Bravo's Below Deck. You think so? 100%. And uh, little do they know, (laughs) oh boy, your life is about to turn upside down. Yeah. And you're right, Nick. Because Logan has arrived and he's taken over Andrew's gig uh, to help out these one less person deckhand crew. And he says he got into yachting because he wanted to get out of Oklahoma. He said, people in Oklahoma, their big trip for the year is to go to Dallas. Uh-huh. That was depressing. I don't understand why people have to get into yachting to get out of Oklahoma because you could just rent a car. And leave? Yeah. Rent a car for one day, leave, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. never come back. And then you have a car for one day of a rental cost. Okay. Then what? Then you have it. And then what? You use it for 10 to 15 years. Wait, what? If you steal the car, you're going to get charged for it. All right. So you take the car, right? You drive mm-hmm. it to Los Angeles. That takes, what, one day? Mm, and then from you get on the Price is Right. Oh, here we go. And then win a 2020 Honda HRV LX. And then have, see to if we pay, can get a sponsor. have to pay the taxes on it. Yeah, but at that point, you'll be able to fence the rental car to pay the taxes. Fence? What does that mean? Oh, sell a a hot car, a stolen car. Nick. What? Sorry, I guess I grew up differently. Yeah. I didn't grow up on a farm in Oklahoma like some yachty. All right, so we got a new yachty. what you're saying. His name's Wolverine, and he- his name's Logan. Logan. I haven't seen Logan. Oh, I haven't either, but that doesn't change the fact that that's his name. Mm -hmm. So he's here- and I got to tell you what, Anna, hmm. he's hot as fucking Cheetos. I knew you would like him. He's I knew sexy. you would like him. I knew this. I'm watching a TV show. I want to get a boner every now and then. <laughs> this guy does it for me. An adamantium boner. An at a man tium boner. 
I don't know what that reference is. Well, anyway, Eddie oh, asks him. Oh, God, read a fake book every now and okay. then. Okay, yeah, I will. Um, he says he has he's worked on many boats, and then Eddie does his classic annoying thing where he goes like, are you lying to me? And the guy's like, what? Because he doesn't get the joke because he didn't know Andrew. He wasn't here before. Mm-mm. This show's not airing yet. He did. It is really funny that he does not understand what he's saying. No, huh? he's like, what? what? Why would anyone not (laughs) know what they're doing here? Yeah, he's like, why would I lie about that? You know what would have been great? If uh, the the new Yachty was Andrew with a mustache. (laughs) Just forever scamming. You know what? He's like, actually, actually, I did do a charter recently. (laughs) And learned nothing. I did so good, they let me go early. Yeah, that's how it works usually. Yeah, the guy's like, I'm not lying. Because he doesn't get it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Kate knows. You said that before, and then you said it again after we did a whole great riff about <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Uh, we didn't do his. And then the next line of my notes is uh, Chefs don't have radios. Okay, did we get to that part yet? No. So, Kate knows Logan. They met at a. Ben was saying chefs don't have radios because they were trying to get in contact with them. That was way earlier. Yes. Well, guess what? I didn't say it. Yeah, and, and and then they were like, Kate was like, you should have a radio. And he was like, mm, oh, I'm like, Kai. I mean, like, oh, I'm Ben. Yeah, um, uh, I can't have a radio, darling, because if I had a radio, I would melt it from the, just the it. sight of my eyes, my it. beautiful and eyes. And put it in someone's food and poison them and then deny it and Simon say someone else's radio out fell of into oven. the food. All right, what's next? Thank you for going back there with me. Yeah, so uh, so Kate knows Logan. They met at a yachty bar, but she thought he was gay, so she friend-zoned him and got the fuck out of there. Hmm. And then Captain yeah. Lee said that he's scared by the fact that Kate knows Logan. So Kat is... Uh, Wait, what does Kate know about Logan? She just knows him. They met before. Where? I just told you. They met at a yachty bar. She thought he was gay, so she friend-zoned him. Can we take out the part that where I didn't re- hear <laughs> no, that? No, because- I'm really embarrassed. You should I feel be. like people who are listening to this show look to me- Oh, do as, they? As uh, kind of a, a mentor, you know? Someone to look up to, to model your life after, and when I don't pay attention, it really hurts my credibility. I'll you tell know? you now, Nick. You never had any. Wow, I'll tell you, you I'm just are joking. pretentiousness with <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> you are not wrong. Never have been, never will. B- All right, sorry, thank you. Yeah, so. Uh, Did the show end? Yeah, so Kat is actually rooming with Logan. And guess what, guys? She's into how hot he is. Uh, oh my God. Yeah, guess what? So is Amy. Everybody would expect it because they hired a hot guy on purpose. With muscles. Oh, my God. He used to be fat, though. I know. Okay, we'll get to that. I but love I like that a beautiful Everyone, man Eddie, Jen, Ice, Amy, Kat, Kate, Kat, whatever, they all point out his muscles. Like, yeah. oh, thank God, he's going to be strong. Yeah. And then Eddie's like, oh, yeah, he's really going to be able to rip that rope up. Yeah, and Jen Ice is like, okay. Swab my dick. Jen Ice is hating this. She's like, okay, well, I'm strong, too. Yeah, also, here's why she's hating it, because she's like, uh, I want to fuck that guy, too. Yeah, I know. This sucks for me. I want to fuck all these guys. So many boyfriends, so yeah. many dudes you want to fuck. Life is hard. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for Amy and Kat to fight over Logan. So, new charter guests, guess what? They're all rugby players, they're Irish, and they don't really have, like, a likes page. Like uh, They, they don't have, have anything. 
we don't we don't meet them. Yeah, we do, kind of. I mean, kind of. But I feel but like they're they not don't... real personalities. Yes, because I think they're. I truly believe that their accents were too thick, so they didn't show them talking a lot. We bought all this food for you. Where are you go? Fuck off. That was yeah. Last, last, last they time. just were very easy guests, and they only had the charter for one night. Nothing easier than just some rugby bros. Truly. Truly. And I'm a former rugby player, so I wouldn't know. So, um, Jenice wants Logan to get to know her before he starts making jokes with her. She, she's just not amused. She's like, oh, ha oh, ha. Oh, yeah, because he was making jokes about how she is weak. Yeah, he's like, I'm a weak woman. Which is her Achilles heel. I mean, really. And then he gets there and he's like, oh, hey. You're a woman. And she's like, I'll kill you. I noticed this knife in your side. Why don't I just jimmy it a little? <laughs> because of Andrew put it in there when he was like, you're real strong for a woman, deckhand. Oh, God. I'll do all the bitch work. Mm. No, I mean I'll do all the sex worker work. I, I'm a... I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I get what you do. I love sex work. What was the thing we fight about? Well, I'm I'm more pro sex work than you are. Oh, right. You That's didn't the remember thing you that lie bit? about. Yeah. Oh, wow. This yeah, from the guy yeah. who doesn't even hire sex workers. Oh, that's only because I'm uh, married. Yes, I'm okay. sexually satisfied oh. 100% of the day. Yes. While you're getting boners watching an Logan. Accident. I lost my penis in a in a boating accident. So what does that mean that you're sexually satisfied? 100%? Well, I have no feeling down there, so I'm satisfied with nothing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, this is an aside, but one time oh, I yeah, watched one of those. I forget what it is. It's like one of those like it's like TLC or one of those channels where they have like the weird no sex. Like, oh, sex sent me to the ER. No, like just like weird sex stories. Um, I forget what the show is called, but basically this guy, he's paralyzed from the waist down so he can't feel anything. He's basically trained his mind to come when a woman like strokes his thumb. Like same concept as a dick. Like if you like give him a thumb job, like a hand job, thumb job, Uh he can come. He can orgasm from that. It's like basically a mental game of like training your mind, but like You think I could do that? (laughs) I mean, I told you that. You know, I may not be able to come into work for the next couple of weeks because uh, I've got some work to do on on myself at my house. I really got to find that clip and send it to you. It's pretty wild. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'd I'd love to jack that dude's (laughs) thumb off. See what happens. You got to train your mind to jack off a thumb. Oh, no. For two weeks, I was going to leave work and try to find the man. Oh, well, you should train your mind better. Okay, so. It's time for a racist party. Mm-hmm. On this show. Yeah. There's a racist party coming up. Okay. Never mind. Well, huh. maybe you didn't see it that way, but we're about to talk about it. Okay. So the guests arrive and the girls thought they would be more rowdy because they're rugby players, but they're just like Irish gentlemen. Yeah. Their rugby team isn't very good. How do you know? You Google it. You did that research you're always doing? No, they just, they're not very good rugby players. Did you hear that uh, that that rugby player... Um, doused his whole family with gasoline inside a car and lit them on fire. He escaped. He was inside. Wait, you told me this. Oh, did we talk about this yesterday or on the last episode? No, you told me this when we were like in the kitchen. Oh, okay. Well, here it is again. 
Or maybe someone else did. We're trying to make a TV show. Wait, a radio. Hold on. A podcast here. Okay? Sometimes I'm going to tell you stuff out there, and then I'm going to tell you again. Okay, okay. So anyway, he lit his... This is is what rugby does to people. Well, that's Um, what CTE does to people. But then he got out. He's 42 years old. It's quick CTE. Doesn't say it didn't happen. Aaron Hernandez, 27. Also, he was a psychopath forever. Here's the thing. He lit. He he doused the car. Whole family, three kids, wife, him. Oh my god, this is thirty-one up. year old wife, th- two, three kids. Okay. And then, once it's on fire, he actually manages to get out himself. Is he trying to murder suicide? One hundred percent. But and gets then out I think regardless. He's like, uh, maybe fire sucks. So then he gets oh. out and he stabs himself to death. He's like, this will be a lot easier. I see. This is the worst story you've ever heard. Yeah. Anyway, every time I see a rugby player, that's all I can think about. Mm, okay. Well, and that's it's a bummer. very sad. That is really a bummer. It is a bummer. And I really think we should cut it out and um, isolate it and put it as a trailer for our show. Okay. okay. You know what? Okay. So. Uh, you know what? While they're like attempting to leave dock, there's an accident that leads the boat to somehow get into gear and break one of the pylons off the uh the uh what's it called the the dock the oh. dock it breaks one it, of the pylons off it breaks off. off oh yeah and but and it narrowly rips out a cleat yes out of the um dock yeah and that leads to like the top of the pylon to pop off and land on top of the boat like uh-huh. that's how crazy it got and everyone's freaking out and not understanding what's going on. Um, Kelly just says that if that boat is so powerful, it could have ripped that whole dock off if they hadn't been careful. Um, and yeah, they keep saying like, ooh, this was really bad, but it could have been worse. Yeah. And it's really hard. I mean, I understand. I don't know anything about boats. And all I can see is that a pylon that used to be like – straight up is now a little crooked also no i think it like also fell down a little or it like it's not broke straight part up of it all yeah it definitely broke part of it off and yeah. that it like sunk in a little yeah and then captain was like uh you know it thankfully the cleat didn't break off the cleat is kind of like uh an anvil that is attached to the dock that you tie the ropes around yes and so he's like if that had broken off it would have flown two yeah. to three hundred miles an hour <laughs> This is what he says, straight at the boat. And if someone had been in the way of that thing that didn't happen, mm-hmm. if this happened, and then it went somewhere where people were, and then if someone had been in the way and gotten hit, then it would have been over. It'd That's be what like he he's said. describing if it boomeranged, basically, yeah. <laughs> and killed multiple people. Yeah. <laughs> and, came back. and then it got a taste for blood yeah. and then started hunting everyone on the boat. Oh, that would have been bad. But luckily, this horror film did not have to happen. It got a taste for blood. <laughs> oh, wow. Could you imagine? Could it's you? It's just the Almost. below deck turns into a horror Almost film. Almost happened. Yeah, I mean, that's bad. That would have been bad. Yeah. So now there's a mystery afoot. It got a taste for blood. And he gathers everyone into the cabin's lair. Right. And says... It was either a mechanic... Somebody, probably, this is what his assumption is, is that somebody put it into gear. And you can't put it into gear. It couldn't have been left in gear. Because once the boat is turned on, only then can it be put into gear. 
Well, he said it's either that or something, mechanical something. malfunction, yeah. which everyone's like, well, it's clearly that because why would anyone do that? What purpose would someone have for being like, on? Finally, a 300 mile an hour cleat will take out my enemies. And get a taste for blood. <laughs> so no one would have done that. And then everyone's kind of no, looking at Logan and be like, also, oh, the new guy. But they were all on the dock working on getting like the anchors and things untied. Yeah. Like it would truly have had to be like either a guest or one of the stews being like, mm. like a part of me was like maybe someone like sat down in the wrong place and leaned on it. Well, maybe it was like someone from the crew, like one of the producers be like, we need a storyline. That's true. But Let's kill people. I did like when Captain, <laughs> let's kill people. We'll get that cleat out. Yeah. Fucking thirsty for blood. But uh... <laughs> I could just see the cleat turning, you know, yeah, putting it in gear. Yeah, the did it. Uh, he's like, finally, I'll be free to kill whoever I want. Um, this storyline is gold, and we should write this horror film uh, for Hallmark. But anyway, they uh, the guests don't even notice. Guests have no idea what happened. Uh, no. But all the deckhands and the captain, fucking mortified. Yeah. Like, they're like, we can never go back to that dock again. That's it. We're fucking fools. That's it. We're 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 at, we're at sea forever. Yeah, this industry. We've killed all our chances. We'll have to of ever drown in again. the middle of the British Virgin Islands. Mm, that's a dream. Yeah. Hey, drown me in the British Virgin Islands. Also, I liked when um, Captain Lee was running through, being like, "Get out of the way!" And we saw a sound guy. Have to, like a boom guy, I have to get out of the way. That was pretty. Oh, yeah. That was great drama. I bet they loved that. I love it when Captain Lee has to move uh, faster than like one mile an hour, which is his normal speed. And that's how fast boats go. And then he's like, get out of the way. You know, it's like no one respects you enough to just get out of your way before you saying that. Yeah. If a captain's running at you, normally people would get out of the way before having to yell it. Yeah. But this guy, even a deckhand, is like, no, I'm the captain now. You move. <laughs> no one says that. You know who said I'm a captain now? The cleat. The cleat. Yeah. <laughs> the cleat is now at the helm. He's like, I'm the captain now. He really was. Anyway. All right. Time for a racist so, party? I don't know what that means. So the deckhand, yeah. So they're really embarrassed and they, they Captain Lee's like, make sure the guests never find out what happened. And it's like, yeah. No prop. So they're at Trellis Bay now. They finally get out of there and get the fuck out of that dock where they've clearly embarrassed themselves for the rest of their lives. And they're at the dock and the guests are jumping off the boat. And Logan is like joking around with Janice, Jen Ice, about how he can like fold a, a figure eight knot with just one hand. And Kelly's all annoyed and he's like, I don't like how easily Logan just fit in with everybody. It's like you're just annoyed because yeah. he's talking to Jen Ice. You're annoyed because there's a new Kelly in town, and this guy will shut up about the Marines. Yeah, because he was never in them. Yes, and he also uh, won't get angry at the drop of a hat and scare Jay Nice off. Yeah, but Jen Ice, Jay Nice, Jen Ice. Uh, Look, neither one of us are pronouncing it correctly. Let us both get it wrong okay. in our own way. Well, no, I'm saying it right. I'm saying it the best way. Okay, should we take a quick break? Sing a song. Today is the last day of your life, so let's take a break.
comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, we'll boot it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Jin, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jin. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Jin! Huh? Oh! Oh! Run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Sing the song. Hey, sorry, I didn't mean to say last. I meant first day of the rest of your life. I regret it. We're back from break. Okay, thank you. That was a little longer than necessary. Yeah, that um, was not a good song. Uh, gonna, uh, my have songs a, have not been good lately. Hey, Nick, I have a few notes. That one okay. was a little long. So just take that for the okay. next one. Yeah. Take that note. Uh, work it into your program. Oh, I got it. Longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you, you had a problem because it was a little long and you wanted it to be a lot long. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha got, say no more. Say no more. Say no. no more. Say no more. Okay, okay. Never talk. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, here's what I'm thinking. Yeah, you told me not to talk. Oh, okay. Um, are we at this party yet? I don't know. 
what you mean by racist party. Well, keep going. Oh, wait. No, I totally know what you're talking yeah. about. Okay, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, so anyway, oh, all the dudes are like joking around in, in Eddie and um, Kelly's room. And Logan says that he's single. And Jen Ice is alone in her room and says, I'm no longer part of the guy team. And I miss having Kelly as a roommate. That sucks. Break up with your shitty boyfriend. Okay. Yeah, it does suck. And th- you're right. This is you the racist party. The they have decisions. like a mariachi themed lunch dinner party a lunch party yeah and they're all wearing sombreros they're all wearing like the ponchos and like they have the noisemakers it's so weird i don't know where did this idea come from well they had to have had it on the boat maybe they were like yeah we just want margaritas so well i believe it was probably kate because Kate Kate's loves themes, kind of ideas. and she loves the pirate theme, and they they shared all the clothes for the pirate theme, and all of that was whack and racist against pirates. Yeah, which I know pirates are many races. Yes, they can come from wherever. Pirate yes. is just a person who's in that water. It who doesn't have anything to do with geographical location. So someone who's gonna fuck with you in the well, you should of the be water. near the water. Yeah, if you're a pirate. Yeah, um, you can be a land pirate. So they have these awful. Maybe not. Ponchos, these disgustingly large racist sombreros, and the piece de resistance, fake mustaches, which is really the thing that makes it racist. Yes. Mustaches. And the giant hats. They were too big. It's all bad. Yeah. It's like if only two of the three were happening, it would be better. Or maybe just mustaches, because I like that. Just everyone wearing mustache. Remember when mustaches were popular? Fake mustaches for women? Mm, no. They I were do in have every some, Facebook um, oh. profile pic. Yeah. Just a woman was like, ah, oh, a mustache. <laughs> yeah, I had a mustache once. I have actually a few mustaches sitting on my desk if you want to put one on. Yes. Um, they're drinking margaritas because they're leaning in to the racism. That's funny that I could not pick up what you meant because I blacked this whole part of the episode out. Yeah. Like I just was like, I can't. Well, because these people don't have any personalities. They're not something that we have focused on. We have not focused on their likes and dislikes. We haven't focused on any part of their job. Like there's no one in charge. There's just a rugby team here. Yeah, I feel just like it's bunch very of white easy guys. for like Irish and I'm I'm generalizing for sure. Irish people or any sort of European people or people from the UK to no, just, are they Irish? Yeah, to be racist because they don't they're so like uh insulated, like yeah. they don't Well yeah, if you only see white people. And you know, Europe is pretty racist. Oh yeah, Europe stands I out see as white everybody's racist. Yeah. Except for you and me. And it that's just the beautiful us, thing. But we don't live in Europe. Show. We're uh, an island that you gotta take a yacht from. So yeah, they're having, they're gonna feed everyone octopus for dinner. Octopus, octopus. Now who's racist? Me. They're feeding so everyone octopusy for dinner, and then Ben and Kate are apparently working really well tonight. Everyone's happy. They're just all in sync. Yeah. It's probably because yeah, Ben, you didn't do an eighteen course dinner and actually delivered on time. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah, ben. because here's Ben. Oh, uh, here's some freaking guacamole, you Irish rugby players. Exactly. <laughs> I'm off my game. Yeah, well. Yeah, so the guests have dinner and they go to leave to go to the bar. If and some plastic <laughs> fell in one of their meals, oh. you know what they would do? Huh? They would pick it up and th- eat it. Leave and just put it on the table <laughs> and keep eating. 
Because you're not freaking psychopaths. Like if a rug, if they just no one needs to be fired. If they found a rugby ball in their meal, yeah. they would just pick it up, play, they play would a game play, of rugby. They would just like win the championship yeah. with it. No big, no biggie. If they found a mustache in their meal, they'd pick it up, wear it, wear it, <laughs> eat it slowly as it fell into their mouth. Uh, as soon as they're done with their guacamole bowl, they would put it on their head another sombrero. <sighs> so many. So many sombreros. So many sombreros. So as they're gone, Logan comes down to help the stews, and he talks about his past. He said that basically, like, his family broke apart. His other siblings got put into foster care. I forget exactly what he said happened to his parents. But then he was adopted by his best friend's family, so he, like, bounced around a lot. I don't know. It sounded like he had a very unstable childhood, and, eh, you know, good for him for working on this show eventually. That's why he wanted to leave Oklahoma, because he's like... I don't have anyone here yeah. other than my best friend's family who adopted well, me. Well, also, if he stayed in Oklahoma, everyone would make fun of him for for being fat. That's not a thing that still happens, right? Well, no, because he lost the weight, but everyone's like, hey, skinny fatto, remember when you were a big fat bat? <laughs> do people do that? Yes. People kind of do that to me ever since I lost like 50 pounds. People will be like, oh my God. God. You look so great For now. a fat person, you have really cinched it up. For a big, big old fatty. Yeah, it's say. a weird thing where people are like, yeah. you look so good now. Yeah, and it's like I look like a fucking what? I love it. Before? Yeah, people say people say to me com- comparatively to your yeah. old self, you. <laughs> before don't you stand were a out. dirty, yeah. shitty piece of trash, and now you look okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, and now okay. you look like you're not on as many drugs as you used to be. Dude, I used to be fucked up. Yes, you mentioned. Not good, dude. I used to literally get so fucked up. I'd taking Xanax and drinking alcohol. Cat. And yes, cat style. And I would wake up the next day and I'd ask my friends what happened. They'd be like, nothing, dude. You passed out on the couch and we're just like. very funny. You're like, what epic adventure did I get into? I have no memory of last night. And they'd be like, nothing, dude. You took Xanax, drank a bunch of beer and fucking fell asleep on the couch while we were watching TV. That's so funny. It was way too much for what a chill night we had. And I was like, yeah, I shouldn't be doing shit like that. It would really freak me out for a very long time because I kept doing it and I would get so freaked out. Anyway, drugs are bad, so be careful. You know, I got okay. lucky. It could end very poorly. So, hey, um, you could relapse anytime. I doubt it. No, Just kidding. I could. Know, yeah. Who knows? With Nick as a co host. Oh, shoot. What's these? I accidentally spilled all these Zannies out. Um, Do you want to help me pick these up? Yeah, with I my carry. Nose. I keep them in my mouth, you know, like a little pouch for later. Should you I should do that? Put the, yeah. <laughs> Why are you trying to get me to do drugs? Also, I've done Xanax since my horrible, horrible okay. drug days, but I now I don't abuse it anymore. Why do you have Xanax? Because I don't abuse it anymore. It's prescribed to me. I'm like cat. God, did you tell your doctor that you? Yes, they know. They know everything. I didn't... and they're like, well, here's some more. No, I did enough therapy that they trusted me. What? Eventually. I do not understand your mental history. I've come a long way. Okay. I had daddy issues. Yeah, but- Still do. My boyfriend's 84 years old. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Zach. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm just joking. Is that real? Do you think, would you say your boyfriend is older or younger than Captain Lee? Older now. Okay, <laughs> I'm just joking. He's clearly younger. I I have Chefs something to tell don't you. Chefs have radio. I just want to tell you. Yeah, Captain Lee is my boyfriend. Oh, that's how you got this job. Oh, oh. Yeah, I was, I was, I was trying to be like you. Um, when I sometimes sometimes when I tell people that uh, we're doing a below deck podcast, people will ask me if it's um, 
like a Bravo show. Like if we're doing this, like oh, as for part, Bravo? yeah, like part of Below Bravo Deck. Bravo would never let. Well, us that's do what I'm thinking. I was like, what, what, how much fun could that be? It, wouldn't, like, it just wouldn't work at all. It wouldn't work at no. all. Like, they say that, like, oh, it's like a Bravo show. Like, that's good. They no, it isn't. As we were recording the pilot episode, they would have fired us. Like, in the, our headphones. Yeah. Like, guys, this isn't working. You need we to We got word from corporate that uh, we need to open up um, the trap door under you right now. And, uh, and you're in the parking lot. Directly in my car. And my yeah. car's already driving off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did not realize I even had a sunroof. Yeah. Um, so they get word that the guests are bringing people back to the boat and they come on the boat and they're like this one Irishman saying something to Kelly and he cannot understand. He's like, you missed a really great night out or something like that. Or it was a really great night out. Oh, he said, no, I have it written down. He said, you missed a great night. You missed a great night. You missed a great night. And then this is where uh, the production makes a joke. Because they have him subtitled as, you missed a great knot. And he says, what? And then it, then the subtitle says, you missed a great knife. And he says, what? And then it finally says, oh, you missed a great night. Yeah. I like that the subtitles yeah, were also just playing into the like, no one can understand you. Yeah. I just think specifically that guy too had a very thick accent. Yeah. And he was drinking a ton. So he was just like, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, what? And then you know Kelly's not cultured. I'm sorry. Kelly this, is not cultured. This is how I guess he was in the you do it. Remember in the first this season when those it. weirdos like went to a strip club to try to pick up girls and bring them back on the boat? Yes. And they were just so clumsy around women and they everything they said was cringy and they're stupid. This episode shows you how to bring back women to the boat. These yes. guys bring back more women than men. Well, they didn't bring back any men, but you know what I mean. More more than one was, woman for each of them. There was a guy there that eventually left who seemed like he was brought back. There felt like there were some dudes who were like brought back as well. It's like they bought. Well, they it was brought, a big party. They brought back like a party crew. Yeah. That they met out. And they had a great time. Yeah. And they broke all the rules. Right. So let's get out, get to that. So they bring a bunch of people back. They say it's 14 people on the boat. It's the most they've ever had on the boat. But then Amy is the only person who's left awake with Kelly to handle all the guests. And the guests keep trying to jump off the side of the boat. Amy keeps saying you cannot do it because of the currents. It could sweep you away. People die that way. It's nighttime. There's no visibility. Don't do it. But guess what? They keep jumping off the boat and they keep throwing each other off the boat. And then they start making their own drinks while Kelly's or while Amy's trying to like police the other people. And everyone is wasted. Yeah. Seemed like a good time. No, that this was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um Amy was tripping though. But I, I think she kept saying, it. I love it when someone says, Don't jump off the boat, then you've paid the guy's you know, face. He was like shaking his head uh-huh, but then nodding, uh-huh, like, I'm uh-huh, not listening uh-huh. to you. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. Yeah, he like fell. And then he fell so hard, he ex- he actually popped back out of the water onto another boat, climbed up back into the boat, and then fell out again. He threw his friend out. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, you really shouldn't throw someone else Fuck out of the boat. You. Because then they're not really prepared to There's handle anything. Way. Yeah, you're not like prepared to like hand because you're being thrown. Yeah. So you're not mentally preparing yourself to be jumping into water. Yeah. So I think that's kind of and it's like middle of the night. It's kind of scary. It's kind of scary. But they're rugby rugby players. They've already got CTE. It's fine. God damn. 
It's too real. Yeah. All right, so um, they all pass out like on the deck, like the you know how like drunk people pass out, which is like face first in like a really awkward position. Yeah, I hate that. It's like my nightmare waking up like I, that. <laughs> I don't. No one does that. No, I, the guy it's was so like, funny. You grow up seeing all these high school movies where there's just like six kids sleeping like on the stairs. And you're just like I've never seen that at a real party. Literally, they had a clip of a guy like passed out, like head in like a bullet into the couch thingy. Like he looked yeah. uncomfortable. Like he would wake up with a crink in his neck. He How could a- you imagine that he- poor man? <laughs> he would need a massage. All anyway. right, so they go to bed, and then Amy gets in a hot tub yes. with Squeaky McGee Logan. Yes, and they start getting to know each other. No, this doesn't happen yet. God damn it! The guests are still there. They're not allowed to go in the hot tub. Wait for it. So Kelly told Logan. Okay, so I Amy said they and, went to bed. No, Amy and Logan or Amy and Kelly are talking about Logan, and Amy's like, "I think Captain Lee hired a Southern guy for me." And Kelly's like, "I already told Logan not to fuck with you," and she's like, "What the fuck?" Anyway, Amy and Kelly are. You think that's what Captain accents. Lee's doing? He's, he's like pouring over headshots of hunks to fuck Amy. No, this sorry, this guy's from the Northeast. Yeah. He's, he's delicious. Uh, like Captain but... Lee is so serious. He doesn't give a fuck about you, Amy. No, no, no. He, just he wants is not a strong muscle boy. about any of his crew members having genitalia. Yeah, he wants a strong muscle boy, and that is that. All right, cut to next morning where Captain Lee finds out that it was a mechanical error as to what happened with the boat. Could have told you that. Seems very maniacal for someone to fuck with him like that. Mm-hmm. And so he's getting it repaired, and, he th- and he's sick to his stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're now apparently going back to dock, but they're going to a different dock because they're too embarrassed to go to the same one where they broke the pylon and the uh, the like really maniacally evil, um, what's it called? The thing that has a thirst for blood. Oh, the cleat. The cleat. Yeah. They don't, they're afraid to go back and, and see right. the murderous cleat. Right. Uh, because clit. the you know what they say, a cleat never forgets. <laughs> He forgives, but he does not forget. Never forgets the taste of blood. Right. But guess what? They only have like three feet. It's a very tight slip, mm. and it's gonna. Are be. they going to make it? What drama? Even the bo- I love. Even the boat has drama now. Yeah. So Cat and Amy finally sit down and talk about their issues, which was so anticlimactic. They're like, "Well, I was so devastated." Cat says she was so devastated when Adrian brought up the story. Um, but why did she know? And Amy said, "I would have never like spread it had I known." Adrian would do that. And it's like, yeah, well, if anything gets to Adrian, you know it's going to be trauma. Drama. Mm-hmm. Trauma and trauma. And drama. Because she's low-key evil save, and pretends like she's the drama not. for your trauma. Truly a very shitty person. Okay. Yeah. I really don't like her. Mm-hmm. Ever since she really got into our mentions. Boy, do I not like her anymore. Mm-hmm. She's evil and thinks everything's about her. Mm-hmm. So uh, move on with your life. So they kiss and make up. Everything's great. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, here's the real boat drama. Captain Lee has to slide into that small three-foot slip, and it's stressful. And they're embarrassed because they're like, we have to go in. Everyone knows. They're going to go, oh, that's the Ohana. They broke that other dock. So they're all watching, Mm -hmm. and Captain Lee is maneuvering into a very tight slip, and he fucking nails it. Nick, Mm -hmm. he fucking nails it. Yeah, there was really no drama here for me. But you know what kind of drama I like? Cat fights, hmm. you know, the fights involving cat. Okay. Uh, I don't like any other type of drama. Okay. Well, I don't like I boat drama. This was like a very beautiful display of Captain Lee's skill level. 
It is nice to see Captain Lee working yeah, here for we go. once. Here we go. One time, yep. Captain Lee's like, actually, here's a job that only I can do. And that's real. And do you think he deserves a part of the You know how many times that? I back into the uh, a really tight spot? Okay. Ten times a day. Not the I same. I could do this. Not the same. Nautical the same. That boat is huge. All right. It's a yacht. Well, All someone right. says, and that's what yachting is. Probably Eddie. Okay. So the guests depart, and someone says, wow, the Irish can really drink. Yeah. Uh, like, wow. Thank you, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like- But that- they give them all rugby jerseys. Yeah. They had them. That was actually very sweet. Sorry, yeah. what were you going to say before I interrupted? No, I just, um, you know, that's like one of those things that like they say about a billion different cultures. Like, oh, that culture really likes to drink. Yeah, but Irish aren't. That's like a true Yeah, stereotype. they do have St. Patrick's Day. That's like a real story. Yeah. And they're like, great, we have to turn over the boat again. It's like Groundhog Day. Yeah, well, that's what a job is. Yeah, but usually they stay a little longer, you know? Yeah. And then um, they meet in the mess hall so they can reconvene. And Captain Lee is quite impressed with Logan's work for just jumping on in and doing his thing. Lo- oh, guess what, Eddie? He didn't lie on his resume. How dare you question Logan? Yeah, you should be fired. Yeah, Eddie should be fired. Yeah. Bosun, more like Bose out. Yeah, Bo- Bosun, more like... Um, You'll never be Captain Lee. Bo Moon. Bo Moon? <laughs> Bo Moon, yeah, so. Sun oh. and the moon. Oh, gotcha, 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 <laughs> yes. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. I just, you, don't you love it when you nail it? When you really nail it, it mm-hmm. feels good. Yeah, you know, I always say me. that yeah. when you say that. Yeah. I always agree with you no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's tip time. They got 5000 for 22 hours. That's Great. pretty good. Great. That's a good deal. Great. They didn't really, you know, all they had to do is just make sure no one died. And they, they think, they say, hey, guys, shout out to Amy and Kelly for really holding it down last night. For that party where people could have died and been swept up in the currents, mm-hmm. uh, which is so that's actually like so serious compared to how like everyone was playing it off by how drunk they were. I was like, that's if you get caught in a current and you're swept away and it's the middle of the night. Good luck, bitch. You yeah. dead. Yeah. And you should take that more seriously. OK, let's take a quick break. Did you take my note about singing? Uh, Yeah. So here we go. It's time for a break. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. 
all these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, we'll boot it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Gene. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh. Gene, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. We're back for break! Thank you so much. Okay. So, um, yeah, they got 5K. Feeling good. And guess what? Ah. Captain Lee got a split of that. Because he fucking... Ah! Do you not think he deserved it for... Getting that boat in that three-foot slip. I think when he gets his six-figure salary, it probably assumes he's going to be parking the boat sometimes. No, he doesn't deserve it. Okay. Does not deserve it. You are so rough on the Lee. Um, so they're, they're having the night off, and it's Kelly's birthday, so they're going to go out. But before that, I guess the internet's down, and Kat's all angry that she can't, like talk to her boyfriend uh, and no one has internet and she keeps saying that she wants to change the dynamic of her relationship with Ben and focus on her relationship with her boyfriend and it's like then don't fuck Ben and yes, be very darling. obvious Good about luck. it uh, everyone's everyone's plan is to not fuck Ben but <laughs> plans is ne- often don't work I, I ugh. okay no that's fine you're tired. It's okay. So Logan comes into Eddie and Kelly's room and he's wearing a really great coat and he's the locked. best laid plans of mice and men. Right. Okay. What? All right. Keep going. What does that mean? Um, it means what it means. It's a fucking quote. Just move on. All right. Okay. So Logan comes in and he's wearing a great coat like because he's ready to party for uh, Kelly's birthday. So they go out to the bar and they're all... The best all... laid plans of mice and men often go awry. No matter how carefully a project is planned, something may still go wrong with it. The saying is adapted from a line in To a Mouse by Robert Burns. So, boom. I'm surprised that line's not from the book of Mice and Men. Yeah, well, that's where they got that from. Interesting. Yeah. They. 
Yeah. All right, they're the many out. Many people that wrote that. They're out drinking for Kelly's birthday, and Kelly says when he gets drunk, he loves to dance. So he's out dancing with Cat, and he's just dancing with everyone. You know, whoever will dance with. The him. only thing he's not dancing with is his shirt, because he took his shirt off. Yeah. And then he rubs Ben's face in his six pack. Did you see that? that? Was, and then I literally laughed out loud. Ben was like, "Hey, uh, what does he say? Uh, Kelly's a legend." Yeah. Do the accent. Kelly's a legend. Yeah. And so while he's dancing with everyone, Jenna's not impressed. Uh, Sorry, in her face. Not impressed. In her cleat, she's <laughs> quite impressed. <laughs> her cleat. Um. So they go out, and and Kelly's all slurring. He's like. And he just starts to vomit everywhere. Yeah. I was surprised he was vomiting because he seems like, you know, like certain big guys just like never vomit. Do you ever vomit from drinking? Um, I do. Oh. Yeah. Huh. I mean, not a ton these days because I'm, you know, an old man. Uh, do you drink as I'm, much? I'm only 64 years older than your man. <laughs> so it makes me like uh, 140 or something. Do but, you drink uh, as much? As what? Than you used to as you're in your youth? Um... Uh, no, I don't know. I, I, no, I guess. No, I don't know. Okay, these are all useless answers. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I I, didn't have a problem like you, so I don't really keep track of it like that. Okay. I'm not shaming you. I I didn't have actually a drinking problem. I had a a mixing drugs with alcohol problem. Okay, well, I don't have that either. Okay. Though when I get real blacked out, ooh, honey. I don't get blacked out. don't want to know me. You know, I've only. Let's just say um, I've fallen off roofs. I've only been blacked out once. Really? Well, no, twice. Once, uh, my freshman year in college, okay. I went to a frat party that had an ice block. Oh, and no. I you went from not on them drinking ice very much, but, and then one day I had like 20 shots. <laughs> and I blacked out. And then the only other time I blacked out That's was bad. I did uh, Keith Malley of Keith and the Girl podcast. Mm-hmm. He had his own podcast where everyone would get drunk. And uh-huh. then, you know, he interviews you uh-huh. um, and he's like, what do you want to get drunk on? And then we drink together and I I, I got martinis and then I got so it. fucking blotto that I literally, it's the only time since my freshman year in college that I did not remember how I got home. Oh, I've had many nights like that. And then he put me in a cab and then I do not remember anything until I oh. woke up the next day. And then Lyra said um, it was quite a trip. I got home and it was like it was like some debate. It might have been four years ago. And I kept yelling about Lester Holt. And I was like really worried about Lester Holt. And I was like singing some Lester Holt song. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. That's what happens. Like, that's the thing. Like when so you're you like, hey, what like happened to me last night? Like, you drunk. went to sleep. You got like day well, drunk. Well, I was like evening drunk. Yeah. Okay, but you got home in time for a debate? Uh yeah, well, it's New York, so it's three hours later. Don't do that. Don't do what? I uh, think you know something about somebody. Oh, no. It was just because debates usually play at seven, but they just- Debates are at eight. Okay. Well, I'm saying yesterday's debate was at eight Eastern. Oh, fuck. Or two days ago's debate or whatever. Okay, whatever. So, um, yes. Yeah. Sounds like you got very drunk. Uh, sounds like you got very drunk. I did. I did. I did. Uh, and then I guess that's the end of the episode. And all uh, the guys no, so leave. Oh. Amy and Logan get in the hot tub together. And um, that's when Logan says that he used to be fat and didn't get his first kiss until he was 18. Mm-hmm. But he really worked on it. And now he's here with Amy in this hot tub. And Kat shows up to hang out. 
and it's like really awkward and they're not saying anything and she is they're just like not impressed by her so she's like okay like i guess i'll go get like more white like was it that awkward it must be that they're just like hmm. uh yeah no it's super awkward because uh you know it's about to happen amy really needs to learn a lesson if you like a guy and caddy's around blow him <laughs> now yeah. Blow him. Do not blow him later because later will be too late. Yeah. Blow him. Yeah. Amy, blow him. Amy Blooms. Amy Blooms. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Kel- like uh, Jen Ice is laying with Kelly because he's like really drunk and he's like, stay with me. And she's like, okay. And he's like, I would love to hold you right now, Jen Ice. And she's like, okay. And then she like lays down next to him for a little. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. The episode ends, but the coming ups mm. looks like drama. Mm. And I mean drama <laughs> like drama mean. I can't wait. Uh, That's the seagull shitting on us. Yeah, I do want to. I did. I did want to mention uh, the fact that uh, Kelly hits his head when he's drunk in the car. Oh yeah, he does and on the window. Like his head, and then his like head slams into the car, and I was that like, that is happens. that is concussion number two. For Kelly this season so That far. always happens when you're drunk and you're trying to like lean your head. Even when you're not drunk and you're just trying to lean your head on the window and you're like, doosh, doosh, every time it hits a bump. Anna. Hi, what's up? Boat fact. Boat fact. Here's another Here's another one I'm really surprised you didn't get. Monitor and Merrimack. What? It's the the, uh, the ironclad boats that fought in the Civil War. Um, I don't know. I just, I guess we went to different schools growing up. Yeah. I also just don't remember much. Mm -hmm. Because of the Xanax. Okay, well, see you next week. No, you can follow us at... Stop following us. What do you mean? Everyone knows. What what is someone going to hear and and do? Follow me at Anna Hosnier. Yes, follow me at Anna Hosnier. Follow us at DeckheadsPod on Instagram and Twitter. And email us at DeckheadsPod at DeckheadsPod at gmail.com. And hey, give us a five-star review because we fucking need it. I don't need it, but yeah, if you, you ever want to talk to me, shit. you have to talk to me inside of a five-star review. That's true. I will not read other reviews. That's I will true. not read emails. That's I will true. not read DMs. I That's read five-star reviews. That's true. That's true. All right. Bye. We should start reading those five-star reviews because someone left a really funny story. Oh, that was... let's read one right now. Here, I'll read one. Are you ready for this? Five-star <laughs> review number one. Shiver Me Timbers, Riggs and Murtaugh, Starsky and Hutch, Kareem and Magic, Bird and Mikhail, Max and Ruby, Bert and Ernie, Anna and Nick. Beat the shit out of them all. Five stars. That's, Thank you. That's a good review. Thank you so much for that review. Okay. That's the only way to talk to Nick. Good night. All right. Have a good night, everyone. See you tomorrow or Monday, whichever, whatever day this drops on. All right. We're out of here. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. 
You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.